Hold on. 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 Hold I guess we'll say hello to our audience now. We're actually broadcasting. Um, hello, friends. Friends, South Romans, countrymen, friends, and Winterfellians. <laughs> um, we are here. We are not We're not wasting any time here. Just <laughs> like Game of Thrones, we have, we have We've wasted an entire week. <laughs> we're, we're recording this like a week after the show. Oh, okay. Well, then we're Game of Thrones. We're absolutely Game of Thrones. <laughs> Taking our sweet time here. We tell you the I'm Mike McCaffrey. Now, hold on, I'm Mike McCaffrey. Oh, 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 oh dear. Sorry. Now hold on, everyone. I'm Mike McCaffrey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Ken Miller. And I'm Jason McCarris. All right, yeah. good. Thank God for that. Um, because much like Game of Thrones, <laughs> we enjoy just sitting around and sharing tales, not necessarily moving anything forward. That's that's what we do. <laughs> The opinions right? of Mike McCafferty are his own. I, I don't. I don't. That's buy, true. I don't buy that. I, I think. <laughs> I just watched it again just now before we started. I, yeah, I, I did realized, as well. <laughs> my memory of it was that it was like an hour of nothing, but actually, <laughs> the first. No, half, are you kidding? A lot goes on. Yeah, a lot happened. It was great. Okay, well, I guess um, we'll talk about that. This is going great so far. <laughs> so let's launch into it. <laughs> I think Jason, what are your we thoughts? should do all our podcasts a week after the show airs because it'll be fresh <laughs> on all of our minds. I just watched Endgame, so all I want to talk about yeah, is, I know. is you did. superheroes <laughs> and <laughs> monsters. Boy, I, yes. that's a shock. We haven't heard that yet. You didn't mention that. <laughs> I posted it once on Facebook, and then it's we been know. echoed. <laughs> I, 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 I saw Endgame, everybody! <laughs> I'm not sure if that's that was the tone I said. I, <laughs> Endgame was pretty good. It was pretty great. That was my only comment. There was okay. not even an exclamation point around it. All right. Don't embellish it. Don't don't audiobook this Fine. for me. <laughs> audiobook this. Endgame was pretty good. Chapter two. Endgame. Endgame. So we start oh, off. With the opening credits, as we normally start off on this show, but there's something different about the opening credits this time. If, did you notice what the difference was, Mike? Uh, oh, you mentioned guess. it last week. Well, oh, we didn't talk about it last week? I thought we talked well, about it last week. Well, last week you were talking about what was going on during the episode, but now in the opening credits, there's something new going on in the opening credits. Since oh, no, last you week, you mean? Yes. Oh, I didn't know There's that. two things that were different about this week's opening credits. What? what? Well, divulge. The first one was in uh, week one. The little uh, flipping of the ice platforms as you got to yeah. Last Hearth, they did not happen this time because Last Hearth oh. has been defeated. So now oh. those those uh, ice things that are flipping have headed all the way towards Winterfell. Uh, but the thing I was mentioning that Mike brought up was the ditches. Because oh. you know, you, there was a, the <laughs> yeah. little, little bits of ditches on the, on the little map, but now... There's full ditches with ditches. with the uh, you know the the sticks coming out of them and everything on the little mm-hmm. map of Winterfell. Oh, cool. Well, look at that again. Yeah, this entire show is is defined by the ditches. <laughs> yes. and the depth I love of that the ditches. Yes, every week. That's all. <laughs> well, according to that article, like these guys, the guys who make the titles don't yes. actually know anything about the show. They just are instructed what to put into it. So really, 
Well, that's what they said. They said like 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 they're like they're not giving any spoilers for the episode. They said okay, just like these are the places we're going. Right. This is what you should you know show. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe they said like okay, go ahead and put some ditches in there. I mean, maybe as they got closer, they did it. But at least that's what the article said. So they didn't okay. know anything about it. They've been wanting to do this ever since like season two, and finally they said let's just go for it. And then you know, okay, uh, yeah. So I read. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that uh, they they had like a limited budget for all the seasons leading up to eight, and now with season eight, they're just like screw it, we'll we'll spend as much money as we want on these things where they're going into the <laughs> the crypts and everything, and you know getting out of control. If only they would do some sort of merchandising for this show. That's what I think it really is missing. Oh my god! Everywhere you look, <laughs> there's oh, really? Game of Thrones stuff. Come on, the Game of well, Thrones that- Oreos. That's the yeah. most important thing. Is that a real thing or is that a game? No, it's real. In fact, uh, we were trying to get some. Our, our friends were trying to get some for a uh, Game of Thrones party last week, and uh, it turns out they were sold out everywhere except for Target. So somebody found them at Target and brought them to our party, and uh, we had the Game of Thrones <laughs> Oreos. Be the first place. I'd... Yeah. All right. <laughs> what do they have? Like a Targaryen logo on them? Or uh, I, you'd have to look it up. I, I forgot. <laughs> I just want to I talk just about merchandising. Them. and <laughs> I got House Bolton. All right. <laughs> I'll trade you. No way. Now, did I mention this in the last couple times since we've done it that when I did my rewatch with Chrissy, I had never noticed before that in the opening credits, the actors' names have the house sigil of their character oh, wow. next to it. Uh, oh, yeah. I yeah I, yes, I mean, we've watched this eight seasons and never noticed this. Now, uh, part we. of the reason we've never noticed this is because they started doing this in like season three. So ah, I think we stopped right, paying we attention sure. after season one and two. We're like, oh, well, there's just a bunch of <laughs> weird things. Yourself. Okay. <laughs> Do- Doctor, you notice? <laughs> yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> Fools. Yeah, I know. <laughs> the doctor's the only one paying attention. <laughs> she's got the grayscale right now. It's hard to hear her. She's, you know, she's, <laughs> I do. She was the one who came up lungs. to uh, Sir Davos as he's doling out the hash uh, in the the line of uh, the Winterfell cafeteria. <laughs> What, the little girl? Yeah, the Shireen girl. Oh, yeah. The girl who's supposed to remind him of Shireen. That's the doctor. <laughs> I'm Scottish. <laughs> <laughs> Me brothers will fight us. Me brothers will fight us. <laughs> so we start um, out this episode. Should we just get into it? Yes. Yes. The first thing we see is Jamie. He's standing up in front oh, of yes. the, the tribunal of Winterfell. <laughs> With his mop top. <laughs> yeah, going yeah. On there. <laughs> yeah. The Beatles. <laughs> Uh, oh, that's right. He's being he's being tribunaled by everyone there. Um, yeah, well, it's it's interesting for a few reasons. Danny, uh, he killed Danny's father, so that's the first yes. thing that we we hear about. Of course. Uh, but uh, he's also had issues with the Starks as well, which we find out. Cassandra mentions, "Hey, you fought my father and tried to kill him." And uh, Jamie's defense, which actually made a little bit of sense, it was kind of we were at war. I was fighting for my family. Uh, and I'm not going to apologize for it, which I thought maybe might get him punished. But the things we do for love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, there's that too. Well, because Tyrion gets up, tries to defend him, and Daenerys is kind of like, "Well, what else would you do?" Yeah. Yeah. And um, the person who ultimately <coughs> saves him is Brienne, Brienne of Tarth, because he saved her twice cool. in back in season three, was it, or season two? See, Mike, stuff happened. Yeah. <laughs> this is the this is the like five minutes in the episode, and stuff happened. Well, what like the thing that happened was that nothing happened. It's like like they didn't like they <laughs> didn't punish true. him anyway. Well, that happened, like after seven battle. seasons of of being despicable, then slowly redeeming himself. Like he he has like basically like 
encountered no punishment for it. Like he's being he's being met by the Targaryens what? and by the Starks. Well, he and, lost a hand. I mean, that might be some form of punishment. Well, that, that's but that's that is incidental to to these two families who are like, you killed my father, you aided in killing my father. Well, and it's, then it's not Tarth- incidental when it, it's a payoff after all these years that because he lost that hand because he told that story about Brienne, like uh, the Tarth and the jewels and all that nonsense that he made up in order to stop Brienne from getting raped and murdered by these guys. Um, and that's ultimately what led to him losing his hand, which is why now Brienne comes back. Well, he also pulled her from a, a pit with a bear. And it seems like the only reason the only reason they did that was because yeah, it, it matched that. a song. <laughs> and we'll get to another song at the end of the episode. There's another weird song, but you know, when, when you're pitching that to me, it's like, oh, he also pulled me out from a pit with a bear. And yeah. I'm like, what, what is this show? Um, <laughs> the bear I mean, the maiden fair, Mike. The bear <laughs> the maiden fair. Yes, I, I, it's all fine. I mean, I don't think anyone really wants to have another trial or to see Jamie have his head lopped off or yeah. anything like that. We're so deep into the the show right now. I think we all kind of give it a pass. I mean, well, it I is, think it's more than that. Jamie really has kind of redeemed himself as a character. I, but, and, but like and, to us, yeah. but like not to the Targaryens, the Starks necessarily. It's through extension of Brienne saying he saved my life, and it well, he's, was he's Lady a man of Stark honor, who, is what she was saying. Really, he's a man of right, honor, right? Which is fine, yeah. but I mean, he still killed both of their fathers. And so Lady Brienne, like, kind of steps says, hey, but he was good to me. And Lady Stark said, like, hey, you know, he's cool. Well, he didn't I mean, kill Ned. And, in fact, he had, like, begrudging respect for Ned. Because yes. he, he did kill, obviously, he, he killed the Mad King. And he, that's why he gets the name King Killer. Yeah. <laughs> sure, so <laughs> but but he, he's a Lannister, you know, who, which, which, I mean, it, again, I'm not, I'm not arguing this point too hard. But I am saying that, that I think they gave him a pass. And that was okay because let's just keep moving. I don't know. Well, like John said, I need him. Need everyone they can get. Yeah. Plus, he's basically turned his back on Cersei. As Tyrion says, he knew what he was in for coming here. Right. And he still came. Well, if there's one person who's not pleased about it, it's Grey Worm who hands him his sword and looks like he's going to (laughs) punch him. Grey Worm. I think he and Masande are in big trouble. (laughs) Well, we'll get to that. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's a little too yeah. beautiful goodbyes here. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, what would you like to do after this is over? I'd Just like want to, to go. See my home. Yeah, I'd like to go back to the beach. <laughs> I would and like actually, to during see Montana. Hot for Red October. Actually, during that scene, I realized you know Masande is kind of <laughs> superfluous at this point. She's a translator. Yeah, but uh, Danny Everybody speaks speak. every language. <laughs> Good point. She can do her own translating, and as for being an advisor, she has you know all those guys there. Yeah, she's well, kind of rolls she's around. She's expendable, and, I guess. Yeah, encounters a little bit of uh, a little bit of the North racism there. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah well, let's go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Little the weird the last there. racists in Winterfell, where <laughs> they're just in time to give her some shade before it all goes down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're not welcome here. Well, how about the White Walkers? Are they welcome? <laughs> yes. Well, they oh, have white Jesus. in their name. So, yeah. <laughs> yes. Moving on, both after that. All right. So after that, so he gets. So he gets we, a yeah, we're still on scene one. <laughs> yeah. So let, yeah, he, uh, he, he. Well, I wanted to make the point. The big point was uh, they eventually agree that he's he's okay to have stick around, mostly because of, of John, I guess, and uh, Brienne. But the big thing is. Uh, John Snow walks away without kind of acknowledging Danny, and that happens several times in this episode. Right, he's preoccupied. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, I mean, he, he, I mean, because they said in the after the throne thing, like he might have actually had maybe a, a harder take on on Jamie Lannister, but he was so preoccupied with the fact that he's been screwing possibly. his aunt, you know, that yeah, he's the possibly. king. 
Um, I think he's more preoccupied about what happens when she finds out, which we start to get a taste of at the end of the episode. But I think there's bigger things looming, which is they're all going to die anyway. <laughs> right. According right. to I mean, him. Yeah. The, the pressure of it, I mean, you know, we didn't we didn't go around and say what we thought overall about these episodes. But, I mean, overall, this episode is much better because at least there was more of a... I'm Ooh. shocked Ooh. by that. <laughs> this one's much better than the last one to you? I almost did a spit take. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, everyone shows up in the first one and it's like... We got, you know, Brand's like, we can't screw around anymore. And then everyone screws around for like the whole hour. Yeah. People are still screwing around here, but at least there is like, okay, we got a plan. Let's get it. Let's get a horrible plan together. And then like tomorrow they're showing up. Like in a day and a half, they're all showing Um, up. Did you not see Grey Worm's little collapsing bridge over that ditch? Yeah. (laughs) Yes, I saw. And it's all going to be on fire for crying out loud. I'm like, wait a minute. Is that all it does? There's a lot of them. They'll just fill up that ditch. Sir Davos is going to light it on fire. Uh, Okay. That's fine. That's fine. I saw the dragon glass everywhere. I mean, yeah. that's fine. So, yeah. all right. So, what's the next scene? Tell me the next scene. Uh, Danny threatens to make somebody else hand because she's had it with Tyrion. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tyrion's been mistakes. terrible. Yeah. Yes. Well, he has. Bad he, advice. He's made a lot of <laughs> lot of mistakes. And then, uh, of, of course, behind him is Ser Jorah and uh, Varys as well. But uh, and he kind of warns them. You know, I guess one of you is going to be wearing this soon. But I think that might be part of the impetus of Jorah's conversation with Danny later about Tyrion. Because uh, yeah. Jorah is fully says, in support of Tyrion. Yeah. Right, yeah. So then Not we get so to uh, Gendry in the army. Armory, I should say. Uh, yes. Ma- still making the weapons. weapons. Arya comes to collect her weapon that uh, she was asking for, that she drew <laughs> such, in such detail. <laughs> Here you go. A four-year-old drew this. And <laughs> Did make you it. get that closely? <laughs> and somebody wrote dragonglass with an arrow pointing to <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh. <laughs> Made the whole thing out of dragon glass. Is that what you want? Plastic. Thank God you labeled it. (laughs) So uh, she comes to collect. He tells uh, her how he fought some of these White Walkers previously when he ran that, uh, you know, 50 mile in one minute distance uh, in this last season. Uh, He's buff. He's, I mean, like, like he's got an open shirt. Like, Jesus, dude, man, you know. But she says uh, death has many faces, and she looks forward to seeing this one. Oh, that's right. The, yeah. She throws the spear. Exactly. The she throws the knives, uh, the dragon glass knives. knives in the... And, and she throws it, and the dude's like, like the, off to the side. He's yeah. Like, he just, and yeah, then like, he, she, she throws it another again, one. and he's like, okay, shit, I'm yeah. All right, okay, that was not <laughs> an accident. It so long to move. Like, after the first one, I would have been, like, out of there. This is either a bad assassination attempt, or someone's making a point to, like, you know, to get laid. <laughs> yeah. Either way, I'm out. All yeah. right? I mean... <laughs> Making a point together. <laughs> <laughs> but then when she leaves, she says to him, my weapon. As in, like, get it done, bro. What's happening? Yeah. <laughs> I'll get right on it. Right? Yeah. So then we go to Jamie and Bran by the weirwood tree. K-I-S-S-I-N-G. Uh, yes. Uh, and he, uh, Jamie says, he's sorry. He's not the person he was before. And Bran says he still would be if he hadn't pushed him out the window. And he would still be Brandon Stark. Which is interesting, mm-hmm. interesting concept. So if that didn't happen, mm. the world would have been a very different place. Yeah. Um, I guess that's a, a, the, a, the philosophy about well, the uh, butterfly, flapping the butterfly the wings. Three-eyed raven. If he hadn't been injured, he'd just be a little kid running around, still having vision. Probably. I, I mean, maybe he wouldn't have had to go on well, that journey. Well, I mean, would he? 
Yeah, I mean, would he, I guess that is a good question. I mean, he probably still would have gone on this complete journey, just not having Hodor to... <laughs> just, he would have had <laughs> legs. That's faster. the only difference. <laughs> he'd have legs. He would have run a lot faster, and Hodor would still be alive because, you know... <laughs> Get the fuck it's out of awesome. here! He's like, like the fastest runner ever. <laughs> That's what you have to be picked up, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm sure I'm forgetting some little factor that's dependent right. on him being, <laughs> being paralyzed. <laughs> Thank goodness you paralyzed me. Otherwise, I wouldn't be the three-eyed raven. Wait, what? I mean, <laughs> right, well, again, we're going to walk past that fact and just Maybe keep on moving the, forward. That guy came in with the knife to try to kill him while he was in bed. I don't know. There's so many parts. Yeah, yeah, but like if he hadn't pushed him out, that guy wouldn't have shown up anyways. But maybe he's like Doctor Strange was... and could see all the possible futures as well as the the past and the future. Yeah, Mike. So Dormammu. maybe he he knows <laughs> what would have happened, and it wouldn't have happened. Wait, Sardormabu. I don't I don't I don't understand any of that stuff. Anyway, um, <laughs> even though you've seen Endgame, and we haven't. Son of a say nothing. Uh, so uh, Jamie yeah, said, "You're so not." As he, he's, he's not Brandon Stark anymore, and he says, "No, I'm something else now." We've heard that about fifty times. Yeah. Nobody seems to get it. Um, <laughs> and then uh, he asked why he didn't tell them about being, you know, him pushing him out the window. And he said, "You wouldn't be able to help us if I helped them murder you first. Uh, which I, I guess that's a point. So maybe Jamie has a specific part to play in in making this happen. I like- I like that remark about who says there's going to be an after. <laughs> yes. He says, well, how about afterwards? And then Brent says, how do you know there is an afterwards? Which is awesome. <laughs> because maybe they're all going to die. Awesome. Well, it, it but like, awesome. that's always kind of like, I'm the three-eyed raven. I mean, I guess, like, from a fatalistic standpoint, I mean, you know, he did say we're wasting time here. But, like, what if the White Walkers just, like, take over all of Westeros? He's like, aha, I was right. Well, wait a minute. Why were we preparing that? What, what the hell use are you, man? I mean, well, we, we get to it later how he he's the bait. And, but the thing that killed me, and I guess I'm skipping ahead here, but when they're all in that room and they're having this conversation, he's like, well, how do you know he's coming for you? And because, because his mark is on me and he knows where I am at all times. Like, thanks for letting us know you have GPS that he's following here, you <laughs> jerk. Maybe lead him somewhere else. Why don't yeah. we put him on a ship and take him to the Iron Isles yeah. or <laughs> South Eros and uh, Well, it makes know, sense, break. right? Because they can't go on water. Yes. Bring him to the Iron Isles. Yes. This yes. all makes sense. But instead, it's like... Like once everyone heard that, it's like, oh shit! Why are you, why are we here? Go put him on a horse somewhere. Put him on <laughs> yeah. a dragon and fly him someplace really far away. <laughs> and isn't he able to see everything in the future or just in the past and present? I don't. Does he no, have that seen, ability? Uh, I think he can see the future, but it's not clear. I mean, we he's had the visions of the dragon going over King's Landing. He's yeah. had the he had the future vision about the Night King. So it's it's just not set. But he does okay. have. Uh, Visions of the future. I was going to say, why doesn't he tell them how to prepare? <laughs> yeah. yeah. More if we could pause here just for a second and, and like and sidestep over to what we've been watching Star Trek Discovery as well. Um, visions of the future, which are unclear or mysterious, <laughs> are the worst thing ever. I mean, <laughs> I had a vision of a dragon flying over a castle. And a man on fire, but I don't know what it means. Well, then, fuck, then, don't tell us. I mean, that means nothing, then. What are you telling us? We're going we're gonna to be scared about every castle and every dude walking up to us, man. Especially if he's on fire. What's that have to do with Discovery? Well, like in the last episode. Well, no, like when, when they grab on the time crystals and they see all these, like, you know, oh, this is a possible future. And then, like, oh, but it didn't happen. Thank goodness. Like, well, then, you know, oh, that's yeah. great. Thank you. Well... Uh, anyway, moving we, on. We're, we're, we're barely through the beginning of this episode. 
Yeah, we got we, <laughs> we, we got a long way to go. So, uh, uh, Jamie and well, I wanted to make the point that if last week was about reunions, this week seems to be about apologies. Everybody's making apologies. Jamie's making yeah. apologies to Bran. Later on, we'll see more apologies, which I'll point out. But mm-hmm. interesting. Um, so uh, that scene's done. Jamie and Tyrion after that have their reunion. They're continuing the reunions too. Yeah. Um, so uh, Tyrion says the North would come around when they see Danny is different, and uh, Jamie says she is different, and yes. But he says, are you sure about that? She didn't seem so sure about you. Leads us into the other Tyrion mm-hmm. stuff later. So th- I guess one of the main points of this whole scene might have been when he asks, so was Cersei lying about the baby? And Jamie says, no, that part is real. We can I either accept that, but I-, I guess is that the the showrunners kind of explaining to us and saying, yeah, she actually is pregnant? Uh, or no. are we smarter than them for not trusting her? <laughs> I still don't believe it. Yeah. I mean, and we saw it, her drink always, wine last week. Well, we did, yes, but I mean, but that means well, nothing. I don't know if they <laughs> worry about such things. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it's more interesting if, if she does have a baby. I mean, Everybody if she in, in, in Westeros has fetal alcohol syndrome. Every person, <laughs> right, right? They're all. <laughs> that's why they've been around for four thousand years and right. not developed past the Dark Ages. Exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the wheel goes around. Yes, the wheel goes around. Okay. <laughs> Today is Thursday. Oh, oh dear. Ahora es huevos. Huevos. Today is eggs. Today is eggs. Uh, for those who don't know, Mike has a shirt that says, Today is Thursday, tomorrow is Friday. One for uh, every day of the week, I, yes? Yeah, well, I only have four of them. Oh, wow. With you. But, uh, four? I thought you had two. <laughs> What's that? No, I have, I have today is Monday, today is Tuesday, tomorrow is Thursday, today is Thursday. So, um, All the bases are covered. Yes, and I, and I wore it to uh, Avengers Endgame last night. Oh, oh God. Dear. <laughs> um, hey, guys, did you know that Mike saw Endgame already? <laughs> so, uh, no spoilers, guys, but uh, that game certainly had an end. Um, <laughs> oh, boy. Moving on. Moving yeah. on. Well, there, so there, there's a couple uh, things, other interesting things about the scene beside the Cersei thing. Uh, uh, Tyrion says to Jamie, "You always knew who she was," which yeah, I don't know if I buy that. Right? I mean, really? so why was he with her? I mean, because he uh, because he was just despicable as well. He was just as. I mean, when we see him up top in the in the first couple seasons, he's he's a horrible person. Yeah, but he um, he, he did kind of always understand who she was, but. I don't know. He never made it, it took any action to undermine her until he left, right? Because of his I, loyalty to family. Well, to family, and I mean, he loves he loved her. He yeah. loves her probably still on some level. Right. Yeah. And they were just two spoiled kids. Um. And and but it was through this journey that he learned that no, there is like there's virtue to to being virtuous. Yeah. And and he comes back to King's Landing. He's like, oh my God, Cersei is really a like this horrible horrible person. And you know this is his arc. He's, he's yeah. you know well here he's in so trouble. Getting to that the moment I was talking about, uh, Tyrion says at least Cersei won't get to murder me, which made me think, uh oh, <laughs> because we Uh-oh. know Bronn is out there with a, uh, you know, oh, a, yes. a about that. Crossbow, crossbow right now with with orders. <laughs> we think, uh, but the, the funny thing Tyrion yeah. says maybe after I'm dead I'll march down to King's Landing and rip her apart, which <laughs> mm, also possible foreshadowing. Who knows. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't see Braun. I think Braun is too likable to the audience. I know. I, I know. I think 
I think it's sort of a misdirect. I think they're just trying to. Mm-hmm. There, there's no more real. I mean, I don't know if it's a misdirect though because they have set up this character very solidly as he cares about himself and he cares about money. He doesn't really care about a hell of a lot else. He said yeah, it over and over but, again. But but is he really going to kill Tyrion? I know. Um, oh I, but that's oh. that's the suspension that we have with the show throughout eight seasons now, where it's like you know you don't think they're going to kill somebody and they do, or you think somebody's safe and they're not, and that's just how it goes. Yeah, I, I and that would certainly be shocking if he if he marched in and killed Tyrion when we least like expected it. That would, yeah, that would right. kill everybody. But, yeah, but I can't imagine maybe, that'll be how his story ends. Yeah, <clears throat> I mean. Through all the decadence and all the you know depravity and all the the shocks of people that we have fallen in love with getting killed, I think on some level I, I hope the showrunners are like we we've grown to love these characters, and and I mean will will they break our heart? Will they be like okay everyone's dead? There's a hundred percent chance a hundred percent chance that they're going to break our hearts because we well, we've grown yeah, accustomed to these characters yeah. and a lot of them are going to die. <laughs> but but if we're if we're watching for eight seasons. And let's say it's a very unsatisfying ending, and it's sort of like, well, that's the Game of Thrones. All hail King Urine. You know, I mean, it's Blackout. like, all I mean, hail like, King Urine. Is that what we? I mean, is I mean First that Disney. fulfills the criterion, uh, the criteria, the criterion, the criterion collection, collection. Yes. of of. Of having all these crazy Ivan zigzags here, another Red October reference for all of you out there. Uh, crazy Ivan thing. But have we as an audience earned a, a good ending, a happy ending? Have we earned it? Well, for watching great seasons. Does George R.R. R. Martin owe us a happy ending? Hell no. Oh, not a happy ending, no. Oh, it won't be a happy ending. So, so if, so if Urine like does become king, and like that's probably one of the like the worst endings I can imagine. Although <laughs> the funniest for sure. God, sitting with would one you leg be okay with that? Oh, now, would you guys no. be okay with that? Or you'd be like, no, no, no. Okay. Oh, yeah, right. Urine's gonna have to go at some point. That would be maddening, but yeah, if it's leading up to enticing us to look forward to whatever next series. They're working on. Then. <laughs> oh, that entice you to the next series. Be, I'd be so mad. <laughs> <laughs> well, the next series doesn't place uh, take place supposedly after Game of Thrones. It's long before, so we, we'll be like, I want so you'd have to wait for another whole series to, to get rid of urine. <laughs> I'm fine with that. <laughs> urine. <laughs> urine. Okay. What was the next scene? Move on. Uh, well, my, my point on that was I, I just want to say here. my point overall with that is that. The, they've run out of bad guys. They've run out of like people who are despicable, who don't know what flag they fly under. And so, because Littlefinger's gone, they mm. should have kept Littlefinger. Because Littlefinger is that perfect moment of chaos where it's like, I don't know what he's going to do until the very end. We've reached the point in the uh, podcast where Mike is repeating points he's made in the last two podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, no, I, I, I will say, because now they're leaning on Braun, who were kind of like, oh, if he kills him, I don't like it, you know? So, yeah. well, the, I'll just say they've all, run out of bad guys. Eliminating all the other bad guys because we just have one now, the Night King. Yeah. Well, well, and Cersei. Oh, fine. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. She's a good guy. <laughs> so Jorah and Danny, he's vouching for Tyrion. Uh, he suggests that she forgive him. And makes one more suggestion, and I'm assuming the suggestion was that she talk to Sansa because that's the next scene. And they have a little chit chat, and it's very lovely, and everybody's happy, and they're holding hands until. <laughs> and uh, there was one excellent point that uh, that they made with Danny, which was. Because Sansa says, well, men do stupid things for love, uh, for women, rather. And uh, Danny says, well, I'm here because I love your brother and I trust him. And I came here because 
to fight yeah. his war for him. So it's stupid yeah. because I love him. Um, so who manipulated who? Yeah, who manipulated who exactly? Uh, but what, so what about it, the north? <laughs> yeah, that's the big point, right, Doctor? <laughs> tell us about that. Oh, what about the north? Gosh, what are they going to do about that? So in the past, what Ned was happy to have the North be part of the Seven Kingdoms, right? She no, yeah, longer, I, I guess they I, no longer I, trust anyone yeah. south of. <laughs> well, it was taken from them, and as she pointed out, uh, you know, by uh, yeah. uh, Roose Bolton. Mm-hmm. So uh, they, they're, they're not going to give it up willingly again if they if they don't have to. Uh, Lady Mormon wouldn't stand for it. Oh no, hell no. <laughs> no. Love her. Yeah, and I mean, they, it, they had to get does... a short joke in about Jon Snow as well. Oh which is God, a... <laughs> I'm so, that's so ridiculous! Let's Why? I mean, about how short he is. I'm sure because it's a running gag. That. They can't give up on it. Oh God, <laughs> it's too much. Yeah, it, well, is, I mean, it is a little bit crazy at this point. How many jokes can they possibly have about him being short? Enough eunuch jokes. I'm, uh, I'm assuming she's talking about uh, she's talking about our old buddy Carl Drogo, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so Theon is back. He wants to fight for Winterfell, and Sansa Yay. runs up and embraces him. I actually, no, Mike hates him. I I I've never really felt like I cared whether he was redeemed or not, and oh, really? cared about their relationship. And yeah. honestly, I was moved by it. I was really moved by the scene for some reason. Yeah, Mike. <laughs> well, are you, did you feel something for him? Gimme, you just said you didn't. Yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait a minute. You said you didn't. I didn't know. You just you said you didn't. I- Feel anything for him? No, I think you were thinking about me. I I just said I didn't feel anything. You and I had a big discussion about this. You're like, I don't care. He killed two boys. I want to see him. But I, I honestly didn't. Yeah, I, I I didn't care much until this scene. But then I, I got the feels when she ran up and hugged him. I got the feels. Well, that was nice. It was a nice. It was a nice moment. Um, but I mean, is is he an irredeemable character? I mean, is he a character like this? He's going to die, right? I mean, let's just let's. I mean, if he lives, let's say he lives and then goes on to the Iron Isles and becomes like the regent, and you know, with with, with his sister, <laughs> yeah. you know, Yara. I mean, is is that going to be? Is that is that something that's going to satisfy us? Uh, knowing he'll that probably he probably die heroically defending Winterfell. Yeah, maybe. The other thing is that he laid out again for Danny. We have a backup plan. You can come if they if you lose here, we can get you away on the dragons, get you to uh, the Iron Islands, and you can be safe there yeah. because there's water. What about Bear Island? <laughs> Isn't Bear Dragonstone oh, an island too? Well, interesting. Isle of Toth. Yeah, why don't they all just go to Island? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. understand. Why they just all go to Essos, man? I mean, go across the sea, guys. <laughs> <laughs> they do have a lot of That's islands true. on this show. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, go hang out in Pentos. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's fine. I mean, you know, it's, it, she controls all those places. Go back. You know, we'll, yeah. all, we'll all go stay there. We'll build another wall, like a seawall this time, and they'll never get across because they no. can't swim. <laughs> so uh, Sir Davos is slinging hash in the Winterfell Diner, and uh, the burnt <laughs> girl reminds me of Shireen. We mentioned it. So one of the people in line was, like, some celebrity or something. Oh, it was like, uh, oh were they? Uh, yeah, one oh, of the guys. Is, he's, like, of a... Treasury Secretary or some nonsense like that. <laughs> <laughs> the U.S. Treasury Secretary. Yeah, he's like a U.S. Robert government. Was there? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, now I got to find it. Oh dear. Yeah, right. look that he's, up, Doctor. The Treasury Secretary. Yeah. Or he's somebody or former government official. Ah, oh, how am I? Well, God. so the little girl saying she wants to fight too, and she said, "All right, she'll defend the crypt then." And they keep reinstating the fact that the crypt is safe. We know the crypt is not safe. We all know it. <laughs> we know it for yeah. sure. 
because be all these dead people are going to come back to life and everybody's screwed. Well, although it, it, it is interesting because, like, in Lord of the Rings, the two towers, they, they put them all in that cave. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Like, and that actually was safe. Like, they, you know, those people, because you're like, oh, we'll put them there. They'll be safe there. And they actually were safe. So I don't know. Well, yeah, I mean, but they didn't put them in a, a, a place with dead people when they're zombie ice people, when they just raise people from the dead. So you think Ned's going to come popping out of his, his I think uh, it's crypt v- there? I don't, it's tough with Ned because he doesn't have a head. So, I mean, <laughs> it, it'll be a disembodied, you know, person coming at you. But I think Liana, I think Cat, whoever else is, is buried down there. Rob Stark, I don't know if he's still there. They, they, they found his head off of the dire wolf or vice versa. Um, but it's, it's very was, possible. Cat Stark was supposed to be around at this point yes. in time. She was going to be like a demon, yes. like undead creature. Oh. Lady... Uh, Something. Stoneheart, pardon me. Lady, Lady Stoneheart. Stoneheart. <laughs> but yeah, I thought in that. the series, Catelyn was thrown into the river. After she was. Killed. Yeah. So who knows where she washed up. Bits of her in the crypt, I don't think. Yeah, could be. Yeah. Um, yeah, they, I, I don't think, and I don't think the phrase gave the body over to uh, the Starks after they, like, you know, yeah. murdered no. them. Doubtful. I don't know, maybe. Oh, okay. Um, Episode two had a cameo from former deputy director of the CIA. Oh, my <laughs> God. David S. Cohen. <laughs> Isn't that the guy who wrote Futurama? I was just thinking the same thing. A Simpsons <laughs> writer? Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> he did both. He's CIA. He can do whatever he wants. <laughs> uh, he tweeted, a perk of working for CIA is world travel. Apparently, that sometimes extends to other realms. Oh, God. Oh, well. There we go. I guess he's buddies with... Perfect. I'll send you the picture. <laughs> well, in the behind the scenes, George Lucas was on set. He was yeah. You know, he was directing a scene. What, was he directing? Or was he just kind of like screwing he around? He was that, screwing like, around with them, I think. Because yeah. well, she had she just was in uh, Solo, so and he visited the set then. So I'm sure they'd oh, met that's previously. Right, yeah. Uh, so yeah, but uh, but also Benioff and Weiss doing another Star Wars movie. I don't want to get too sidetracked because you know me. But uh, so there's certainly a connection <laughs> with them and George Lucas. He wanted to visit, but I'm sure they also wanted to pick his brain because they're doing Star Wars movies now. So, uh, anyway, the, uh, <laughs> the uh, we also got our first Gilly sighting. I couldn't be more Gilly. excited. <laughs> mm. Yeah, oh, directing women and children to the crypt. I guess. Yeah. Well, <laughs> her personality got a little better uh, between seasons. I don't know if you noticed. <laughs> yeah, she's <laughs> not into Winterfell. Like this anymore. And by uh, personality, I mean. Uh, I, I don't want to point it out because I will be rude, but <laughs> she, she might have. Are you commenting on her appearance? <laughs> I, uh, perhaps. I don't know. Uh, there were a few people who seemed like they've been enjoying their time off a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the, the, uh, the Lord of the Veil vale guy, the, the, the commander of the Veil. Vale. <laughs> Pod looked a little heavier. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Pod <laughs> looked a little heavy. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's because of all that uh, yeah, wine that Tyrion's getting. Oh, the wine. Yeah. The Lord of the Veil vale guy. <laughs> he always wears that giant breastplate. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Lord Royce. Yeah. Oh, well, he's always got that kind of like, you know, kind of the, this the, the kettle yes. uh, armor there. It's like yeah. the kettle. <laughs> but, yeah, he's, you know. Sons. It's like, yeah, we're almost out of food. Uh, yes, we are almost out of food, my lady. I'm sorry to report. There are no more secret oh, stalls of food anywhere. Right uh, no. <laughs> What's this in the crypt? So nothing, nothing. Huh? Hold on. Before we store everyone here, let me just move a couple of my things uh, in between places right now. I just... Uh, oh, my, oh, my, oh, my, oh, God. Oh, God. Uh, so we get the return of Ed 
<laughs> and uh, Tormund and uh, Derek Barbarian. All right. <laughs> Barbarian. Derek Barbarian. <laughs> <laughs> Derek I'm not like even Mike. drinking yet. Like oh, my Mike God. Derek, Derek Dondarian. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Derek Barbarian. <laughs> Derek, Derek Barbarian. <laughs> So they, they report that the Night King has taken the last hearth, and of course yep. Tormund bursts in and says, "Is the big woman still here?" <laughs> of course, I love it. <laughs> I think that happens with series that have been on so long, and they get such popular, <laughs> yeah. huge fan followings, and they just become, start becoming so meta or whatever. Well, he, he's the Kramer uh, now of. Uh, <laughs> bursting through doors and has catchphrases. <laughs> and, <laughs> That's true. I was expecting like applause from the audience. You know, <laughs> <laughs> here's Big Red. You know, yeah. So now we're getting to the scene we were talking about a little earlier, where they had that massive uh, battle plan scene, where they have every person we've ever cared about in one room, where they could have just destroyed the show by killing them all there. Um, but uh, yeah, so we we hear from Bran about how his GPS system and that uh, the Night King's coming, and Theon yes. offers that he'll defend him with the Ironborn. He took the castle from him, and now he will help him defend it, even though it's not Bran Stark anymore. He doesn't understand that. Can you so. explain to me why Bran wants to be in the? God's Wood or whatever. What's that called? Oh, the tree. Isn't that yeah, within well, the castle walls? Yeah, I'm it's sorry. It's, it's within the castle walls, right? Yeah. yeah, so yeah. It's, 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 <laughs> I add jumps to it, though, to, to the main castle. Within the castle. Yeah, yeah. What? Put I him in the safest place, in the crypt, perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> put him outside <laughs> the walls. Well, the guy even has bait. I mean, are you saying so... Uh, so right use him as bait outside the castle? <laughs> Maybe, like, right at the foot of the walls. <laughs> the outside. Well... Might be a little tough to defend him if they just <laughs> they defend yeah. the castle and put him outside the castle. So you stand over there, <laughs> dig the deepest not so worried ditch about you can you. find, <laughs> dig a huge ditch, and then suspend yeah. him over that pit, and then they'll just constantly fall in the pit. But we you got a little information. Class, you're done. We got a little information about why the Night King is coming for Bran because he's coming for the Three Eyed Raven because he wants the Endless Night and he wants to erase the memories of the world. And Sam has a line. He says, that's what death is, forgetting, being forgotten. Interesting concept. Um, mm. Is that really what it's about for him? I mean, yeah, is it going to erase all that. memory of this world? I mean, it, it, it's a good line. I like yeah. the line a lot. But it, it is kind of like, wait, that's his plan? I mean, I guess he's just death. Um, yeah. It. I mean... There's something. I mean, uh, reading a couple of articles from the Ringer where they're talking about is this all there is to the Night King? He's mm. just a he's just this force of nature which is constantly slowly uh, moves south and is set to devour all of Westeros, not Essos, but Westeros. And then that's his game. That's his whole game. I mean, is that it? Is that all he wants? And if so, then I, I can kind of see where maybe this whole like maybe they're done after this episode, and then the rest of the season is about fighting for the throne. Because that's more interesting. Cersei is by far more interesting now that's because true. she has more motivation. No, I get the sense that they're going to lose this battle and that it's going to move on to King's Landing and they're going to be forced to kind of team up with Cersei. But mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, that that certainly narratively is in, is very very possible. That's a good point. I hadn't thought about that. It, although my my pushback is the Hobbit, where they defeat Smog, which is a, a far more interesting foe, mm -hmm. and then they have the Battle of Five Armies. Which right. Is like, well, we're all just going to fight each other. Like, right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Great. Okay. Yeah. Um, we'll do a whole movie about that because that's. Well, let's just hope but, at least one of the dragons survives till the end of the show, because otherwise it's going to be boring as hell. 
Oh no, what if all the dragons are killed? Speaking of dragons, uh, Tyrion is going to have to go to the crypt, and uh, they ask, do, uh, will Dragonfire stop the Night King? Bran says he doesn't know because it's never been tried. And then Jon slips out again. <laughs> like, wait, wasn't it tried at that frozen lake battle? Yeah, I thought it was. I thought he like, they didn't, you know, no, he didn't. They, they didn't, didn't get anywhere near directly him. directly with it. Yeah. Mm, all right. I, I just want to go back to that map for a little bit because... Also, like he walks through fire. Forces. I'm sorry to interrupt, but if you remember, oh, he walks right oh, through. So maybe, is there dragon fire different than regular dragon fire? Dragon fire is hotter. Okay. Melts yeah. stone. Yeah. Dragon fire. Melts walls. Is the dragon, the dragon fire, wait a minute, is, is that the green stuff? Or is what was the green stuff they had underneath the... Oh, the, no, oh, that's, that's wildfire. That's wildfire, yeah. Wildfire, okay. Yeah. So, so dragon fire is fire from dragon. Okay, I just want to make sure that they were talking about something different. <laughs> Yeah. It could be for sure. Yeah, you know, there's, there's lots of fires in here, yeah. right? You know, everything's on fire. Right. Um, but I, I, I was, I just wanted to that that map where they have all their little troops all set up really nicely, and then they just throw a whole bunch of little white blocks on the other side. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, this is their forces. <laughs> like, like there's no tactics with them. It's like, and then we think there's 75 of these guys. So it just... <laughs> I, I imagine that the army of the dead is just going to completely surround all of Winterfell. <laughs> mm. <laughs> It'll be gnarly. <laughs> Oh boy! <laughs> it better be. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> or Mike will stop watching mid. Yes, <laughs> I will quit watching finally. Um, so well, Tyrion just, uh, tells ahead. Bran that he's had a strange journey that he'd like to hear about, and uh, Bran says it's a long story. And Tyrion says, "If only we were trapped in a castle in the middle of winter with nowhere to go." <laughs> uh, but <laughs> yeah, really. finally, somebody is besides Sam is asking, you know, Bran something. Yeah, I guess. talk to him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, all he does is stare at everybody. So, uh, I mean, people are kind of like, uh, hey, good to see you, Brad. I'm going to go over go over there and, you know, do yeah. a little bit of shame eating. So I just, uh, yeah. <laughs> Shame eating with the, the Knight of the Veil. With, with Lord Royce. <laughs> Lord Royce. <laughs> <laughs> Old Rolls Royce there. Hold on. <laughs> hey, you see Brad, yeah. man? That's crazy. <laughs> I think that might be the title of this episode, (laughs) Shame Eating with Lord Royce. (laughs) Sounds like a Dr. Phil. (laughs) Oh, my God. Chrissy was watching Dr. Phil last night. Don't get me started. Because it was a mentalist on. What? That's a a whole other episode. Talk about Dr. Phil and the mentalist. <laughs> Remember that show John Edwards on sci-fi yes. where that dude, like yeah, that yeah. total charlatan dude, was like, yeah. I feel like there's someone dead in your, your family who has a vowel in their name. Yeah, you yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, my God, you're so right. My father died. You know, well, yeah, have you seen yeah. the guy on E! now? Uh, what's his name? Uh, Hollywood Medium? Tyler Henry? No. Or whatever no. his name is. Yeah. He reads all the celebrities and they all cry. and okay. Including, like, some serious folks who I'm always like, oh, my God, they're really... They're really he either is hitting it on the nose, or they're just, you know, <laughs> dying for some connection with their uh, with their folks. What? Anyway, <laughs> big sidetrack. So then yeah. the uh, wine drinking begins. Well, almost. Yes. I'm sorry. Masanda gets shafted. We talked about that by uh, the last racist in Winterfell. Oh. <laughs> she and Grey Worm talk about what they want to do. They're going to go to the beaches and they, uh, yes. and, and Narf. She's not going to get shafted. There. They're they're getting. They're going to be dead. We know they're dead. All right. They're dead. Yeah. Thank you, Kim. Come on, Jason. Come on, stand-up comic man. He Come on, I give you. you a good one there. Oh, I didn't even hear <laughs> you. I was too busy. Yapping. I said he's not going to get shafted by Grey Worm. Oh, yeah. okay. well, he doesn't have a shaft. Yeah. <laughs> now, Kim, well, exactly. Now, Kim, let me tell you about this joke here. Oh, Jesus, <laughs> I am the three-joke Raven. <laughs> 
Do my three tight joke, three here. Another possible episode title, Three Joke Raven. <laughs> um, so uh, I've, Sam tells John he needs to tell Danny about the family lineage and the watch begins. Uh, uh, yeah. So, and then there's a fun scene with Sam and the other guys from the Night's Watch, and he gets pissed because... He wants to stay up and fight. He says, look, nobody believes me, but I was the first one to kill a white oh, yeah. walker. And Ed said, well, if that's what it's come to, we really are fucked. So, I've um, killed fins. Yeah, <laughs> Slayer of white walkers, lover of ladies, is if we needed any more signs, the world was going to end. Uh, so uh, here comes the, my favorite scene of the entire episode, I think, is uh, the drinking scene. Jamie and Tyrion are drinking wine. They talk <laughs> about Mike's their father. Favorite. It's your least favorite? <laughs> no, it's my Eddie. most favorite. Oh, Mike's least favorite. Oh, sorry. What? Oh, I thought you didn't like any of the sitting around drinking and talking. Oh, it's the That best. is the one scene. Well, that's the one scene which I enjoyed the most. I mean, like, in general, I enjoyed this episode more than the previous one. Oh, my God. I'm shocked. But having a bunch of characters sitting around after all these travels, sitting around drinking and staring at a fire for some reason was very appealing to me. Well, the whole, the whole point, really, is that this is the last chance we're going to get with these people, right? Before yeah. half of them are yeah. dead, probably. Before it, it, Thanos snaps, Mike, <laughs> keep it shut. Say nothing. But yeah, this is our last chance for the audience to enjoy these characters because I think we're we're in yeah. for some serious death the next two weeks. Yeah, yeah. It, like as you said before, the first episode was sort of like, "Hey, how you doing? Oh, it's been a while." This was sort of coming to grips with like, "Tomorrow we may die." Yeah, it, and so and they say it, it a is, lot. Yeah. Yeah, they do. They literally, you know, okay, in, in the morning we're going to die. And so they're all gathered on the, the campfire, basically, trading stories, singing songs, and having, you know, as good of a time as they can. That's, right. to me, that's a good earned moment in the series. I, I really enjoyed that whole sequence. Oh, okay. Wow. Tormund came close to going a little overboard. <laughs> no. I enjoy Not my man Tormund. A bit of levity. Yeah. Well, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. And then the overdrinking of the. Oh. The, <laughs> the comedy drinking. The comedy <laughs> drinking, the three joke raven there of comedy drinking there by Corman. Very Kramerish. He, you're right. He is very Kramerish. Yeah, now that you said that, I'm totally going to see that in everything he does. Yeah. <laughs> Kramer. Yeah. He kind of is. Oh, John. Uh, listen, Made a salad in my shower. Well, before we get to that stage, uh, the Lannister boys are talking about uh, what it would be like if their father were there and realized that they were going to die defending Winterfell. And they talk about the first time they were there. And, uh, you know, uh, Jamie says, I was sleeping with my sister, and you had one friend in the world who was sleeping with his sister. Uh, that's when Brienne yeah. and Pod show up. Uh, uh, Tyrion shows his heavy hand pouring the wine because uh, Brienne says, you know, half a glass, and, and Pod yeah. gets a, a quite full glass. What, why was he over pouring? I don't understand. That was like, I, I didn't understand <laughs> that. Said, well, because they're going to die the next day. He might as well have a drink. And she was like, oh, well, half a glass, maybe half a glass. <laughs> <laughs> but like then, like he overfills it, like he's like nervous or something. I, I didn't understand. No, that, that was on purpose. I, it was a, a gag. Like you know, I, like I'm going to overfill it because she's trying to deny you having wine. And who loves wine more than Tyrion? Yeah, I guess I don't know. I mean, then, then oh, he shouldn't. Then I he shouldn't waste it. That the one I, thing okay. that you don't understand. About the, like if you're the at like a party, like and you got like a solo cup, it's like, oh man, I can just have a little bit. You don't be like, ha ha ha, overfilled it. Woo. Well, you it know? is if if you're like mom is standing there and go now, don't give him too much, and you kind of under the table give more. I mean, it's a well, then you story. absolutely don't overfill it because you're like, what the hell are you doing, son? <laughs> that carpet's new, Jesus. <laughs> That's, I see what you're son? worried about more than anything is the carpet. I'm, I'm sorry, Podrick. We. <laughs> You're gonna have to go. I'm so sorry. Um, we we've got to go. We got to get. Um, anyway, yeah. 
but yeah, so Tormund shows up. He's got his own horn, and he's very excited to see Brienne. <laughs> he says, "It could be our last night in the world." <laughs> and he tells he drinks out of the damn horn, and then uh, he tells the giant's main story, which is amazing. Where he kills a giant. He uh, he gets in bed with his wife. Suckled me at her teeth for three months. I thought I was a baby. I'm like fat bastard. From Austin Powers. <laughs> we are so at peak torment right there. I know. That was the moment where you're like, yeah. But that's well, Sir Davos had really the capper to the scene. He was like, maybe I'll have that drink. <laughs> like, I'll, I'll have yeah. what she's having. Thought I was her baby. <laughs> yeah. I, but you know, it's funny because it does fall in line with, with Jamie sort of being pardoned and just all of these things were kind of, you know, and like the sh- everything's like, you know, we're going to let it slide. We're going to let it slide. You know, we're going to have a good time, you know. Like, that one was like, that is such an over-the-top, crazy, bonkers story. Oh, yeah. But we're going to let it slide because it's fun and we know what's coming up. But also, you know, didn't he talk about having sex with a bear or something? something yes. Cra- yeah. Like, he, he's known for telling those stories. And honestly, as much as I realized watching it, it's so over-the-top. I still loved every second of it because the actor is so fun and the part is so ridiculous. It's still very enjoyable. It doesn't, it's not distracting, yeah. I guess. No, I mean, it, it's, again, like, the over-drinking was the one thing I was like, <laughs> okay, we, we were at peak, and now we're, we're post-peak, and oh, that's God. fine. But, uh, he, I mean, he is enjoyable, again, but in small doses. And this was like, okay, yeah. release the torment. <laughs> What's that? That was a pretty small dose. It, it was, but he was, but we, we were, like, all in on him. Mm. You know, it was like, you know, like, there was no, there's, like, no, no other objective. It's not like we're walking around through Iceland and it's like, you know, I want to go fuck that bear. You know, like there's none, there's none of that little asides. It was like, I, it was a great scene. I'm, not, I, I'm just nitpicking at it. Um, well, he was bragging, though. Like, he always, bra- he was bragging about the bear thing. It wasn't like he wanted to go say, he wanted to go fuck that bear. It was like, he did. Right. I, I, this is what I did because I'm a man. Well, he's bragging here too. I mean, it's a tactic because yeah. he sees that Jamie and, and yeah, the brand has he is thing Commander for Jamie. McBrag. Yeah, talking well, talk about an old here. reference. That's that right, people. Forty-six <laughs> years old. Suck it. <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about. I, I don't, what, Commander, Commander McBrag. McBrag. You don't know Commander McBrag, Doctor? No, no. Oh, you don't know I don't either, know Mike. Is this no, a RoboCop thing? No, no. It's from Rocky and Bullwinkle. There was the Commander McBrag. He's like the old oh. guy who was always bragging about his stories. It's oh, kind of oh, a Forrest Gump-esque character. Oh, my God. I, yeah. I yeah. These are the tales of Commander <laughs> McBrag. Copyright infringement. <laughs> Thank you. Wow. Um, yeah. I but, 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 yeah. I, right, I am the three-eyed raven of <laughs> obscure 80s and <laughs> 70s references. <laughs> You're the three decade raven. You know, three decades really solidly, the and then three decade raven. Yeah, everything after that is like gone. I, I had a, I had a, a crisis of culture today where I, I like Pink was on the Today Show, oh, and God. I was like, wait, I I think I probably don't know the difference between Pink and Gwen Stefani. I think after 20 years, well, they're on I'm stage still together t- sometimes, so that must really be confusing. For a long time, I thought Pink totally was part different. of Gwen Stefani was part of the band Pink. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and then I was like, "Oh no, she's with No Doubt." Like, okay, that's great. So, and my wife just went and saw Pink in concert last week, so it's a timely uh, reference for me. I don't really. I she's on, she does all this wire work. Did you see? Like, oh well, yeah, she always know. has. Yeah. She's like more of an acrobat, Cirque du Soleil person than a singer now. Even though she, she's very talented, I just I don't don't really care much for her. But. Uh, <sighs> Anyway, anyway let's, let's, let's keep on. Press. Let's, uh, so this, let's talk more about pink. 
<laughs> I don't even. I couldn't even name one song she sings. So oh, it, it, it kind of blew my mind. So I yeah. like one of her songs for karaoke. <laughs> oh, there you go. Oh, all right. Well, therefore, so, validated. Uh, yes, validated. <laughs> so Arya and the Hound. Arya comes and finds the Hound up on the wall, and, and yeah, they have a conversation. That bit of a letdown for that. Yeah, a little uh-huh. bit wasn't it but then Beric yeah. and Derek Barbarian shows up oh. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he right. apologizes to Arya he says Lord of Light is going to wonder why he brought you back 19 times just to watch you die when I throw you over <laughs> this fucking wall. fucking wall that was the best <laughs> yeah. yeah and then uh, Arya leaves not much there so uh, she yeah. finally finds Gendry mm-hmm. or Gendry as Mike likes to say oh, Gendry, Gendry. And, uh, yeah, they, <laughs> Gentrification. <Yes>. Ah. <laughs> and they, do we need to even talk about this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, like, I just oh, want to. No, 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 no. Oh, no. Don't show me your. Oh. <laughs> and then I just I just want to see the spike in the Google search of how old is Maisie Williams all of a sudden? Like, because every single person, like, oh, Jesus, how, how old is she? Quick. You know, yeah. Okay, she's 22. All right, so that's yeah, okay. Yeah, it but checks how out. How old is Arya? Okay, oh boy. But it is so weird since we've seen her <laughs> since she's been 10. It's just such an yes. awkward, yeah. weird thing. It's very strange. Yeah. yeah not I, anymore. I mean, <laughs> I, yeah. But I did I did enjoy the fact that Gendry got to bring up the uh, uh, cock leeches one more time. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no. that's, that's cool to hear him say, I am the son of Robert Baratheon. Like, ooh. Yes. <laughs> very good. Well, I mean, everything's in play right now. I mean, anybody really like there's so many people at Winterfell who have a real strong claim to the throne. You know, I mean, it's also that scenario of like the planes going down. Do you just tell everybody, you know, everything? Why not? Because we're all going to die anyway. Right. Yeah. I, I, I have an interesting theory that Tyrion may someday sit on the throne. That he actually may end up as certainly possible. Some people agree with that, I think. Well, I'm just I'm starting to parse through like so. Daenerys is starting to. I mean, who knows where she's going to go? But it seems like her she's starting to fade a little bit. John mm-hmm. doesn't want to be king of all of this. Correct. He just wanted to defeat the White Walkers. <laughs> Gendry is not. You know, he, he I just thought wants you said to he just wanted to glass. feed the White Walkers. <laughs> he just wants to feed the White Walkers. <laughs> They're know, so skinny. Little, a little petting zoo, you know. I just uh, and they could use some soup. <laughs> uh, Gendry, he, he just wants to like be in the army. That seems what he wants to do. Um, I, well, we haven't learned very much about what he wants. Big picture. Mm-hmm. If he's on the throne, it would not be. I mean, it would not be the most fulfilling. Yeah. I, I, I don't think yeah. he wants it. I think if Arya so, ended up on the throne, that'd be kind of weird too, because she's like this uh, psychopath murderer now. <laughs> yeah, I don't think she wants. No. I think Sansa wants to be like the warden of the north, and yeah. the queen of the north. I mean, really, if, if we look at whose story is the strongest now, it really is Tyrion's, you know, his whole story, you know, mm-hmm. from where yeah. he started, where he ended, you know. So when um, did you mention that he might be a Targaryen in some yes. degree? Yes. Because I'm rewatching the series again, like Jason. <clears throat> I realized that he was the first non-Daenerys to touch one of the dragons. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. When he t- uh, took the chains off of them. And they said somewhere that... They uh, allowed him. Yeah, that like Targaryens when they're born, their their mothers kill. Right? Didn't yeah, we talk about we, this? We talked about yeah. that last week. Yeah, that's, yeah. It, so it, the true dragons. That? That, I mean, that's that's at least the theory is that the true dragons kill their mothers in childbirth. Oh, yeah. yeah. Which so, yeah would have been true of Jon Snow for sure. Yeah, uh, Daenerys. Did, did we mention? Maybe they mentioned it about Daenerys too. I don't remember that. I thought her mother lived though. I thought that uh, uh, for some reason well, maybe, I thought they maybe gotta look that up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so we have that kind of, you know, 
Oh, oh, so the lovemaking scene. Um, <laughs> everyone is kind uh, of mixed. Uh, mixed, okay. right? Okay. <laughs> yeah. I was just horrified I mean, this, that they were going to show her full-on nude. I was like, ah! <laughs> no, <laughs> you got her kind of side boob. It's fine. You know, it's, it's fine. Well, we're all okay. Uh, moving, moving right along, <laughs> we'll move over to uh, maybe the most satisfying scene in many, many episodes for me, uh, The Nighting of Brienne, which is the, oh, the title nice. of our episode, too, I believe. Yes, uh, it, is, it mm-hmm. is a knight of the seven kingdoms. Yep, and and this is uh, again why it's why this is a much better episode than the previous one because this is what? her arc, Brienne's arc. Yeah, you know, I mean, she uh, she only wanted to serve she and does. be an honorable warrior. Yeah, and yeah. and the first thing she does in the episode is she stands up and she defends Jamie and saves his life, and then. It get get sort of reversed when he knights her. So it's yeah. It's we we really kind of we uh, skipped over a scene too. It was my fault that uh, the scene where Jamie asks to serve under her, and oh, she yes. has that great line where she says, "You know what? What's going on here? You, it, it's just the farthest or longest you've ever spoken to me without insulting me." <laughs> uh, but yeah, but the the scene where Jamie actually knights her and. Uh, we we do have to have Tormund say, "If I were a king, would have knighted you ten times over." <laughs> That's uh, a pretty good yeah. Tormund. <laughs> but he, uh, uh, when Jamie knights her, I, it, it got me very emotional. I, and I, both Chrissy and I are sitting here watching by ourselves, and we both burst into applause before everybody else in the scene <laughs> burst into applause. Uh, great scene, maybe one of the best in a quite That's a long nice. time. In the name of the Father, I charge you to be brave. Oh. Mm. <laughs> and any knight can make a knight. Who knew? Who knew? I guess uh, that is a tradition. Th- and any fool can make a fool. Oh, so this, wow. is, this is what we charge. So we, should, we should knight some fools. <laughs> fool some fools. The one um, fool in this uh, series was killed by Littlefinger, Mike's favorite. Do you remember? Right. Who got yes. killed? Do you remember there was the, uh, the knight guy who... Sedontus. Uh, yes, Sedontus. Yeah, and... and uh, um, why am I blanking on his name? Uh, Joffrey was going to kill him by having people pour wine down his gullet until he burst or something. And Sansa, <laughs> was it Sansa convinced yeah. him not to do it because they were still engaged? And so Bad luck he, on your name, Dave. Yeah. So he, he said, okay, instead you'll be my fool. And he was for a while until he helped Sansa escape and then Littlefinger took him out. Oh, yep. Wow. Oh, I just looked it up quickly and uh, Daenerys' mother did die giving birth to Oh, her. dear. Well, oh, you've okay. got uh, so. some sort of connection there. Mm-hmm. Um, so all three of their mothers died in childbirth. So yeah. this is definitely setting up for something. Yeah. Um, so Jorah, I don't, don't want to tip anything off, guys, but this season is really tipping into something. <laughs> really, it's leading into something. I got a strong feeling. About this. So uh, Jorah, that's one of those things too. When I heard it when we were doing the rewatch, and I'm like, okay, all three of their mothers died in childbirth, and how did we not catch that before? That they're all three. That seems very uh, obvious. Uh, um. But anyway, Jorah and Lyanna finally get to have a conversation. Uh, and she pledged to fight oh, for the yeah. North, and she will. He wants her to go in the crypt. Maybe she's going to live because she's not in the crypt. Uh, and she says, Did I wish you fortune, Liana? good cousin. Hmm? Did you say Lyanna? Yes. Lyanna Mormont. Oh, oh, Lady Mormont. the yeah. Ned sister. Ah, never mind. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, yeah. No, she's yeah. named after Ned's sister. Right. Um, yes, yeah, so, and then Sam gives Jorah uh, Heartsbane, the, the yes. sword he stole from his father. Yes. And he said, your father taught me how to be a man. It's Valerian steel. They're, you know, reinforcing that once again. <laughs> uh, and then he said he'll wield it in his memory. Cool. Uh, and then we have Podrick singing Jenny's song. Podrick. While we get like a David E. Kelly montage from Ally McBeal 
of <laughs> what everybody's doing. They're lying in bed and they're thinking about what's going to happen. Now, there's some significance to this song. Did you guys know about this, about Jenny's uh, song? George yeah. R. Martin wrote part of it or something. Yeah. He wrote part of it. Yeah, he wrote the first couple of lyrics, right? And then, yeah. Uh, what else? Well, uh, I have it written down here. It's uh, Jenny's song is a sad song that's always requested by the ghost of High Heart as payment in exchange for telling the Brotherhood Without Banners of her prophetic dreams. It may be about Jenny of Old Stones, who, according to the tales, was acquainted with a woods witch. Um, what? Yes. Uh, it's the song of the prince of those that, words I don't understand. It's also the, uh, the, the song of Azor Ahai. 60% now. Huh? Azor Ahai. <laughs> Rapidly dropping. <laughs> I know the word Jenny, all right? Can we just, uh, High in the halls of the kings Jenny? were gone. Jenny would dance with her ghosts. So that's yes. the first lyric, right? High in the halls of the kings who were gone, Jenny would dance with her ghosts. The ones she had lost and the ones she had found and the ones who had loved her the most. Yes. The ones who had been gone for so very long she couldn't remember their names. Remember they spun her around on the damp old stones, spun away all her sorrow and pain, and she never wanted to leave. How, 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 what percentage now? Hmm. Well, that part that. I understood. All the yeah. crazy background here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the wood witch with Azeroth, the queen of Dockles. No, yeah, okay. you know, Azor High. Azor High, the prince who was promised. Right? Azor High. You don't well, know Azor High? Azor High now. That's fresh, oh. you'll be learning. What, have you been watching this television uh, show? <laughs> prince of Dockles? <laughs> <laughs> Azor High. Yeah. They only say Azor High. Yes, because it's the, the chosen like, one, the prince that was promised, right? Yes. Oh but this is the song of the prince who was promised. Okay. Cool. <laughs> uh, so, so what does that mean, Jason? <laughs> I mean, who's dying next week? That's all I want to know. I know. But the, all we get and is Sir hooves Jorah and white, white. and Sam will die. <laughs> next <laughs> week, you need a gray worm who, who knew Podrick sang like an angel, too? <laughs> Well, we'll go that far. <laughs> <laughs> He's good. He's no Ed Sheeran, right? I mean, come on. You know, where's that guy with the no eyelids anymore? <laughs> I see them. I see everything. <laughs> he doesn't have any eyelids. You're right. Anyway, uh, you should so, put on your Day After Tomorrow is the next game of <laughs> episode t-shirt. The day After Tomorrow is the... <laughs> We're talking about next uh, week. Like, holy crap, it's only two nights. I know. So uh, John tells Danny about his parentage. And the shit goes down. Yeah. She, he tells, because she, she has this nice moment where she says, my brother Rhaegar, and people told me he was decent and kind. He gave to poor children, and yet they say he raped uh, Lyanna Stark, and, and John says he didn't. And mm. how do you know this? Uh, and he, she, she tells him who he, he really is. And he says, Bran, he saw it, and Sam confirmed it. And she said, okay, so a secret no one in the world knew except your brother and your best friend. <laughs> Does that seem strange to you? I father. was like, that's amazing logic. And I didn't really think of it that way before. <laughs> like your two yeah. best friends are telling you this and, and I'm supposed <laughs> to believe you. Um, but well, if it is true, he's the, the last male heir of House Targaryen and he would have uh, claimed the Iron Throne. Claim. Yeah. I mean, isn't there some sort of magic way to test to see if he's a Targaryen? There has to be, right? I mean, uh, Westerosian <laughs> DNA. Yeah. Could fly a dragon. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. if she was paying attention and didn't try <laughs> and kill him by telling him to get on a dragon when she didn't know he's not Targaryen or not. Well, but how do I fly? I don't know. Nice knowing you. <laughs> Jeez, thanks for your help. <laughs> so we, then we get hooves. My car keys. Hope you can drive. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. So then we get hooves and white walkers. 
Hooves and White Walkers. Oh. I, I should point out that for the second time in this episode, uh, Danny is denied for making a difficult choice by someone interrupting them. Very, very classic TV kind of thing. It's like, <laughs> what are you going to do? I'm sorry, my lady, but, uh, <laughs> you know, oh, well, Jesus, yeah. Um. And then the White Walkers. And, and the White Walkers. Tw- Mike, you must have been very happy. <laughs> Uh, I've seen those White Walkers pose many a time and, and make spirals and raise their arms menacingly. Uh, you the spirals. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna fall for it this time. The spirals. Where is this blue ice dragon? Well, that's a good point. Why didn't he just fly the damn ice dragon yeah. over Winterfell and take it out? And yeah, just fly directly over to the center of the Godswood where Bran is and rah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's. The, I mean, Bran knows that he's got it. That's the first thing Bran said this season is, we yeah. don't have time. He's got a dragon. He has your dragon. Yeah. Anyway, well, uh, we've reached uh, the end of our, our episode. We're about an hour and seven minutes into this podcast. Perfect. So we should probably... Seven minutes of it worthwhile. <laughs> All seven oh, minutes worthwhile. <laughs> um, well, I have to say, though, uh, you know, the, way this, the way this story is moving up, I really feel as though we're... We're an endgame. So, oh, um, God, here we geez. go. Take that for what you will. Uh, Mike can hold this over our heads for at least, I don't know, five more hours for me. I don't know when you're going to see a doctor. Monday. Oh, excellent. All Monday. right. Well, good luck. That, that surprised me, Kim, that you're going to Monday. I thought you'd be like kind of a, you know, like first uh, to go. Get know? to it. Yeah. She's not going to buy a single ticket at the plant in Van Nuys <laughs> on a Thursday night. row corner. <laughs> and if, I, I looked at the corner and I found a very nice seat. Two people not thrilled to see me. So, so because it was next to a handicapped uh, space. <laughs> well, it was. It was. It was. Well, it, that doesn't matter. Um, I would have loved to go to one of the two a.m. showings, but yes, <laughs> I don't want to go by myself. I well, thought about you that. You would be up, of, Doctor. If I anyone, yeah. I know. Yeah, but even those are sold out. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. it's already. People. It's made like a what one hundred and fifty million in the first day or something crazy like that. Wow. So. It's we be we might be charts. having a very special Hodor cast slash. I just want to talk about Star Trek um, podcast where we break off and talk about uh, Marvel. Just just as sort of like a, a crossover yeah. event. Yeah, Kim doesn't know about this, but uh, Jason we talked about, about it about earlier. It. Yeah, yeah. Um, a special yeah, it, crossover it, event. Well, I mean, it's I mean, <laughs> blasting out we, to all our eight listeners. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's we're going to branch out. People who like Marvel oh, and good. Game okay. of Thrones. Well, I mean, well, yeah. I mean, when did Game of Thrones start? Uh, ten years ago, right? More was it? Was it ten? So two thousand nine. Ten. Something like that. Yeah. Look it up quick. Good one. Well, I'll wait. Let's all quietly look it up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not looking. <laughs> well, I'm. I'm just thinking about where we're going to go uh, visit. Now that we're done talking about the episode, um, I guess there was only one location in the entire episode. So if we're going to the so, restaurants of Westeros, <laughs> it's probably going to be in in Winterfell somewhere. Oh God, I forgot Ooh. to do that. Yeah. Uh, it started in 2011. So oh, so uh, so yeah, Marvel actually years, yeah. predates it by three years. So yeah. Um, speaking of which, speaking of Marvels, one Marvel that you've overlooked in your life. <laughs> Is our our weekly session a blending fantasy and improvisation perfectly? Okay. Um, so Wait, there should be now, air quotes we, around perfectly. 
<laughs> Everything is perfect until it's not. Um, oh. that, that's that's my uh, Lord of Light thing. Everything is perfect until it's not. Um, so where should we go? What should we do? We, we've been kind of stuck in Winterfell. Should we stay there? Should we should we dig ditches? Should we? Yeah, I was going to say the army maybe, of the dead. Yeah, ditches or uh, <laughs> in the crypt. The Everybody seems to be headed towards the crypt. Hmm. We could we could uh, we could do. <laughs> Do Sir Royal of uh, was Royce Royal of Royce? Oh my God! <laughs> Sir, Sir Royce, Royal of Ole. Sir Royce of the Vale. <laughs> Sir Royce can uh, meet up with Derek Barbarian. I barely remember that guy. All I remember is his like his kind of like protruding belly armor. Which, you know, <laughs> yes. It's like, so it's like a side shot of him too. Yeah. It's like wow, what's that? He, right, was, man. he was in charge of Robin, and uh, Littlefinger was. He didn't care for Littlefinger much. Oh, that's right. Yeah, um, where's Robin these days? Like, Good Robin point. Yeah. He's going to be a big gawky nineteen-year-old having sex or something <laughs> like you. I, I was expecting him to be a White Walker by now. Um, all right. So, what do we? What do we do? A quick? Should we just do it on the wall? Like waiting for the White Walkers? Sure. Should we do it like digging sure. ditches? Let's do it on the wall. The wall is always a good place to be. No, right. not not the wall, but the Winterfell wall. Excellent. <laughs> So join us, friends, if you will. Put aside the, na- the strong narrative writing of M- Martin and Weiss and Benioff and then relax as we take you through a delightful trip to the Restaurant. Restaurant. Of, of Westeros. Westeros. <laughs> the restrooms of Westeros. <laughs> it's always great to have three people in three locations yes. <laughs> synced up. <laughs> All right, we begin. It is it is 4 a.m. Oh, perfect. On the wall. And here we find two cold, frightened um, <laughs> warriors manning the wall, manning the south side of the wall, if you would, um, waiting for a flank attack <laughs> as the winds howl. Oi! Oh. <laughs> Lucky we got stationed in the south part of the castle. <laughs> that that yeah. was quite a bit of luck. Oh, hey, sorry about that. I just kind of wanted in here, don't worry. <laughs> oh, I'm going to go oh. back on me watch. Oh, hello, Stumpy. <laughs> hey, yeah, it is me. I, I was walking away for a minute, and maybe I'll just I'll do my watch over here. Because I just want to get the southeast section of the wall. You understand? Wait a minute. I, if you're called Stumpy, why do you have all your arms and legs? Well, that's a funny story, don't you know? <laughs> you know, I, I, I done killed a tree stump when I was 10 years old, and I suckled on it for three months. <laughs> what the splinters to prove it? Nah, don't I? <laughs> Hey, Stumpy, you, you seem to be traveling far away. We can't hear you very well. Oh, it's, oh sorry. Let me, let me hold on. There oh, we there we go. Oh, How about that? Can you much, hear me now? Much easier to hear you now. Oh, yeah. Well, it's a condition of my wooden throat, you see, from wow. suckling on a stump. Makes sense. It gives me resonance, you see. <laughs> Is that now, a what? It also <laughs> allows him to play the saxophone because he, he has a reed built in. <laughs> You're a giant nerd, nerdy. <laughs> I would have I said I would have said woodwinds, but I'll go for saxophone. Because <laughs> my friend Gendry 
It, oh. it don't make me a saxophone Ooh, uh, or a dragonglass. I thought Ooh. you were going to say he played the flesh flute earlier, but I guess it's the, the saxophone. <laughs> oh, <God>. The flesh <laughs> flute? <laughs> Jesus. Ooh, that Gendry. Have you seen that Gendry without his shirt on? Ooh. <laughs> well, well, you tell I, me more I, about I, that, I, I, eh? I'm not so sure I understand. <laughs> Need some clarification <laughs> there. Show me. <laughs> well, see, here's what I done saw on my, on my walk, my walk up and down the southeast corner. I done saw Gendry and Aria, and they were canoodling, don't you know? Oh, oh, oh no. In a hay bale, in a, ba- in a, in a hay pile. <laughs> well, when did you see that? It's easy to confuse a bale with a pile. It's well, very it's, easy. Uh, as, as, a, as, a, as a master of wood, uh, it's, it's my clan, the masters of wood. We, we follow the wood. Um, how, how, how stumpy it follows the wood. Is that what you're saying? This all feels very sexual now. I'm oh, going to yeah. tell you that because I'm going to tell you about some sex between uh, a woman oh, of dear. dissenting age and uh, a man who builds saxophones. Now, how, how did you hear this? Well, I don't, I don't felt it. Oh. I, I have the power of resonance, you understand, oh. with, with my wooden me. throat. You felt the vibrations. I did, I did. They done. They done resonated, and I. I felt well. I. <laughs> they done resonated. <laughs> At first, I thought it was the clip clopping of the undead horses, but then I realised oh. it was a thumping of a different variety. Oh, oh together, <laughs> yes. Oh my. Did they see you? They did. They stared at me for a good four minutes. <laughs> and, four and they, minutes, and they just didn't stop. They didn't stop. Oh. They just kept on staring at oh me my. while they kept on going. I mean, they didn't stop staring, but they didn't stop. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? <laughs> There's something about them stalks. They just can't stop staring now, you know? They just, oh. like Bran and Arya. Did you see in some? the main hall, a whole lot of them were having drinks sitting around. I wonder if they let us in. Ah. What did you see there? You tell me what you saw. <laughs> I peeked in, and I saw that great red-bearded fellow drinking but in a very overdone kind of way <laughs> uh was it from like a mug or something some sort of horn a horn you say not not it like a to be drinking milk not like a musical horn like like a saxophone like a, like but... a saxophone <laughs> No, 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 like a uh, pedal horn. Because I'm forming a saxophone quartet, you oh, understand. Well, perhaps oh, that big red-headed fellow might help you out. <laughs> we should meet tomorrow and start rehearsing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nothing to do, nothing going well, on. Well, everyone else is going to be fighting the White Walkers, and I'm going to make sure the southeast corner is safe from Cersei. <laughs> <laughs> so the southeast corner is jamming. Oh, I'll be playing because it will be. I'll be playing. We don't need another hero by, by <laughs> Sir Turner. You understand? <laughs> she recently been knighted. You understand? Of oh, House ooh, Turner. But she's a woman. It spread like wildfire. You can you can knight anyone, not like dragonfire, oh, like, like wildfire. wildfire. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she been knighted, and so I played it. Oh. <laughs> and then what happened? I don't know. Oh. I blacked out. I blacked out when I woke up. Me saxophone. Oh, dial <laughs> Quiet, Gendry. <laughs> Wait, you see Gendry? Is yeah, he yeah. He's, he's barking back here. 
Gendry's barking? Yeah, well, you know, that's what happens. <laughs> it turns into a wild animal, animal after being with Aria. <laughs> oh, does, does he wog? Does he wog? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he wogs, but perhaps it might be somebody else. Do you think maybe Bran walked into Gendry while they was kind of oh, doing the thing? Yes. <laughs> now I understand. Oh, God. I mean, All considering right, how pleased he was after seeing what happened to Sansa, I what think maybe that's true. What, what happened? Oh, well, he saw thing. Sansa on her wedding night and said he'd seen it to her. So he likes to watch. So maybe he just walked oh. into Gendry. A Wait a minute. Lord Brandon, or whatever he is now, can just walk into anybody and look at people doing things? He's got That's three eyes, from what I understand. Oh. So one of those eyes is always traveling somewhere. <laughs> at least one. wandering eyes, you know yeah. what I'm telling you. Yeah. Only towards his sisters, though, which is kind of creepy. Well, I better get back to my watch here. Um... <laughs> Always good seeing you guys. Have oh. fun tomorrow. <laughs> Did he become Australian <laughs> while we were talking to him? It's a different part of Southeros. <laughs> I'm going, I'm going very deep, deep Very, very deep Southeros Island. <laughs> and I, you know what? That's going to be our scene. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm so looking forward to when we do this full time. <laughs> and don't have a rest of the podcast to talk about. We're only going to do no, the no, rest of the West Coast. No, this is perfect. This was all perfect. Um, because that Everything's was the rest perfect of until it's not. <laughs> Everything's perfect until it's not. Um, all right, I think I think we've put a button on this, and Jason oh. has to go. Jason, where are you going? I do. Well, I'm going to see Endgame. I, I have a little dinner planned, and then I'm going to see Endgame. Oh, very nice. Yeah. All right. Well, listeners, thank you for listening. Thank you for enjoying this over the past five seasons with us. Don't put words in their mouth. <laughs> what, what did you say? She said, don't put words in their don't mouth. Don't put words in their mouth. Oh, oh, sorry about that. Actually, when you said that, you I couldn't hear what you were saying. Yeah. You, oh. You faded out, so. Uh-huh. All right. Well, I'm working out of here. Excellent. Um, someone's come to the door here. Is it, who is that? Karen, is that you? <laughs> Hi, buddy. I'm doing a, a special a guest Game star. Just come on in. Yeah, just come so on in. The, yeah. <laughs> Stunned silence. Oh my god! Hi, that is insane. What were you doing this entire time? <laughs> You're just discovering that now, young man. He was warging into tree stumps. I, I, I thought he was like on a business call, like talking like this. <laughs> he sure. Is. It's this yes. is his business. Business I'm, of I'm sorts. So oh my god. <laughs> All right, hold on, Karen. Okay, uh, all right. Bye, bye, guys. Bye, bye. Karen. All right, we have to restart the router here. My watch has ended. Okay. Um, <laughs> thank you so much. I'm Mike The Winterfell router. I'm Kim Miller. And I'm Jason McCarris. This is Hodercast. I guess that was it. <laughs> Welcome to Rebooting the Router. The starring us. <laughs> You're listening to this. It's your choice. Hodor. Here comes the bridge. Hodor. 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 Hodor.